Hey, my name is Nino, and I'm going to be your host for today. Welcome to My Immigrant Story, where we interview first-generation Canadian tech professionals and entrepreneurs and learn more about how they discovered Canada as a country and set themselves up for career success. Happy listening! Hey, everyone. Today, I'm speaking with Natalia Belkovska. Natalia is the founder and owner of NB Law Firm based in Toronto. She completed her undergraduate studies, law degree, and doctorate in the United States, living and working in Massachusetts and California. After moving to Canada, she got licensed to practice law in Ontario. So excited to have you here, Natalia. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you very much, Nina, for having me, and uh, hello to all your listeners. Well, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. And uh, I would like to start with asking, which city and country are you originally from? I'm from Torun. Uh, that's a city in Poland. It's a wonderful, charming city dating back to medieval times of being set up, up in north central Poland. Uh, for all those who would like to uh, visit, by the way, it's also a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So really? uh, it is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, breathtaking city. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is it anywhere near Krakow? No, uh, it is a bit further away up north. It's uh-huh. closer to Gdańsk, the city of solidarity, uh, but uh, none of the less. Uh, for anybody interested in Poland, Krakow, Torun, Gdańsk uh, is Got breathtaking. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely heard of, <laughs> I've definitely heard of Gdańsk before, and Krakow is the name that comes up most frequently, I find. Uh, yeah, because so they've why. also got the best ice cream in Poland, by the way. So, really? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, so I know I touched upon this a little bit in the intro, but when did you move to Canada and which city and province did you settle down in? So I originally moved to Canada in 2019 um, mm-hmm. and it was right away Toronto in Ontario, Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, where else did you live uh, along the way? I know I mentioned that you lived in a couple of states, was just the U.S. and Canada, like kind of like a summary of your immigration journey, so to speak. Sure, absolutely. So um, the way it all happened is um, actually I've visited uh, first Canada uh, prior once uh, to moving here, and it was Montreal, Quebec. Uh, and uh, it was a long, long time ago. I was a kid and I participated in an English language course at a time. And uh, I learned two things. One is I don't speak French and I'd much rather hear it than speak it or learn it. <laughs> and two is I absolutely fell in love with Canada and I fell in love with the concept of uh, North America. And I was a young kid. I was about 12 years old. Um <laughs> And um, so, yes, to answer your question, I've moved uh, all kind of across. I started my journey first in um, Baltimore or near Baltimore at Oldfield School. Uh, and uh, that was when I was about 15 years old. I finished my high school there. And mm. then I moved to Brandeis for undergraduate studies, which is nearby Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And then I moved out for law school to UCLA. Uh, all the way to Los Angeles, California. I've spent a lot of time there and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I've practiced after finishing my uh, graduate degree. And then eventually I happened to be in Toronto. Yeah. Wow. Quite the journey and lots of time in the U.S. <laughs> yes, quite quite a bit of a journey. Uh, yeah, you know, to, to be very honest, I have felt like an immigrant ever since I was about 15 years old. So more than not of my life, I've actually felt like an immigrant very proudly to be so. Uh, but it all started with the US and recently so with Canada. 
No, I get it. I also started off with the U.S. And uh, you did mention that your kind of uh, first interaction with Canada, so to speak, was through Montreal. So was that how you discovered Canada for the very first time? Yes, I, I believe so. I mean, this is the first time that I've actually stepped uh, onto the land of Canada. Yeah. Uh, like I said, a very long time ago, but um, there is something particular and unique about Toronto specifically that just brought my heart here. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I think the kind of diversity statistics speaks for themselves, but it, it is one of the cities where I truly believe if if you want to be different among the different ones, then that's yeah. the place to be. Yeah, and uh, I can imagine it's also been a little bit tough considering you moved in 2019, then the lockdown started. So yes. It's really hard yes. to kind of get to Certainly. know Certainly. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I moved to Toronto specifically. I moved in 2019, and it's been very tough in that sense because you just started to get to know the city, and then everything changed. Exactly. So. Exactly. And then they shut it down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, fair so, enough. What was the main reason that motivated you to move to specifically, like first to Canada from the US and then to Toronto? You mentioned you like the city, like I'm assuming it was just the diversity and like everything the city offers. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, I think uh, I've, I've, I'm going to be very honest. I have been the, the one most important thing that motivated me so far to move here is uh, to find a place that I can call my own home. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I've been outside of my home, you know, of Poland for quite a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've always wanted to find a place that I can settle down and actually get my roots in. Yep. And um, on top of it, um, or maybe also additionally to it, uh, I've always wanted to open up my own law firm. I have always had that idea. Um, so it, I, I've been quite blessed to be able to find a place that I truly believe kind of holds my heart and I'm able to be a part of and on top of it also be able to participate in and kind of give in a little bit of myself too mm -hmm. uh, with my business and with my you know whatever knowledge and participation that I can give <laughs> yeah no that makes that makes perfect sense and so you mentioned that it was always your dream to open your own law firm so when you immigrated to Canada was that the first thing that you did start your own law firm or did you first find a job I kind of want to learn like how you basically started your employment upon moving here sure sure so originally no I, I did not start the law firm and uh, within my plan uh, making uh, I've never saw I've never seen myself uh, as a person who would open it up right away right mm -hmm. uh, so what I envisioned is first get a job and then feel the market and see what happens um, so that's exactly what happened in my life I, I got a job and uh, it was a wonderful opportunity mm -hmm. it was a, a boutique law firm specializing in civil law mm -hmm. and uh, it was a wonderful starting place for me Mm -hmm. uh, from which I kind of learned how to, you know, what to take and what to change. And yeah. here I am now with my own business. But no, I did not open up a law firm right away. That's, that's yeah. correct. And uh, could you walk me through a little bit more about the immigration pathway you took to come to Canada and how you found this first amazing opportunity that kind of got you into the world of law here? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So uh, the way it started for me is I applied for express entry yes. uh, and through the your usual program of federal skilled worker. 
And uh, by the way, for all your listeners, I want to uh, give a shout out also as a lawyer to say uh, that's probably not the program to take nowadays, since the last row was back in 2020, specifically on that program. There are other uh, federally run pathway programs within Extra Century, which I'm sure, Nino, you are aware of, um, yep. that people can apply through. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky uh, to kind of go into the what I would consider the easiest pathway of applying and um, yeah that that's the one I took Mm -hmm. Uh, as far as my first job and uh, how how it all started is uh, you know I found it online through one of those mass uh, you know advertisers for for uh, professional Mm -hmm. Um, but prior to it the one thing that I want to say is um, you know my actual professional credentials didn't fully carry over i had to go through the whole process of nostrification to be able to sort of recertify and be mm-hmm. able to practice here as a lawyer wow. um, so that took a little bit of time and a lot of effort and a lot of studying of course. Uh, you know the first step was to just translate my degree of law school what it is in the us to translate it to here what it means in canada and I had to take eight separate tests, which were wow. very long. Uh, yeah, all of them were about two hours long. <laughs> so uh, it's it's about a two day, um, you know, kind of adventure to make sure that your law school alone degree translates. And then on top of it, of course, uh, to take and pass the bar exams here in Ontario. So um, mm-hmm. it it might be something particular to my profession as a lawyer, but. Uh, yeah. I did have to kind of study additionally to make sure that, uh, y- you know, what I have is something that I can offer here as far as my profession and my job and my passion. Wow. I had no idea that there's so many. I- I've heard that certain professions that are more regulated, so to speak, there's a lot more barriers, but I did not realize that there would be so many, especially coming from the U.S. I think there would be a little more similarity, but... Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was surprised as well in a sense of uh, how much you actually have to put in, uh, you know, uh, because like you said, I mean, uh, there seems to be a little bit of a translation between the Canadian and US market, uh, you know, both for jobs and whatnot. But particularly for um, regulated professions, exactly how you said, I think it takes a little bit more effort uh, to bring your career along with you. Uh, and not just yourself yeah (laughs) and uh when did this first uh, employment opportunity come up was it after you kind of took your bar exams and you started looking for a job did somebody refer you maybe yeah so I was uh fully already nostrified and I was fully uh, a lawyer here within uh, Canada I already took the oath, which was a beautiful ceremony at uh, Roy Thompson, by the way, here in Toronto. Um, So, by the way, whenever you ask me, you know, what made you fall in love? That's probably one of the things that made me fall in love with Toronto. Um, It, uh, yeah, so I already went through uh, the whole nostrification process. And um, upon that, I started searching for job because, again, one of the things that has to do is particularly for lawyers. And uh, again, I, I'm not sure about other regulated professions, but I would imagine it's the same. You have to have your degree prior to even applying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's exactly what I did. I already was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, was a lawyer with experience in the U.S. And mm-hmm. then I landed, um, you know, a job here in, a, in that boutique civil firm that I mentioned before. Yeah. Got it. And what would you say was the biggest challenge you faced as a professional starting to build their 
career in Canada and what was the action you took to overcome it? Uh, I think the biggest challenge that I would have to say is um, connections. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. connections and network with people. Uh, and I've actually um, agree with the prior guests here on your podcast, Nino, because uh, I believe that most of new Canadians will complain exactly about that if they have anything to complain about. <laughs> you know, it takes a little bit of time. Uh, to build that network and uh, really? to make sure that, you know, you, you have, it's not just building friends and family here, it's the idea of building outside of it, uh, your colleagues, your clients, um, it, it takes a bit of a while. And, uh, you know, for, for someone who came in here with actually a pretty good network already, mm. I mean, to this day, you know, it's quite a pity that I have clients calling back from California where I have to pass them on <laughs> because I don't, I don't practice there uh, any anymore at this time. Um, it, it's quite awakening, uh, you know, to realize that you are in a new spot and you have to invest a little bit more of yourself of and mostly invest yourself in uh, human connections. And that means simply spending time with people. Yeah. Got it. No, you're right, especially for people that already had a network built and then they fully gave that up to rebuild it. Like it, I think it's a very stark difference to see just how much legwork needs to be put into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And could you name like one or two of the most impactful decisions you made that put you on the path of professional success in Canada? Maybe opening your own firm was that, maybe building a network, whatever you stood out to you. Sure, absolutely. I, I do believe that the most impactful decision was to open up a law firm. I think that uh, was something that I have absolutely lived and, uh, you know, kind of aspired to throughout my entire life. And then when it happened, it couldn't have happened at the most ridiculous time. <laughs> and, um, but I've been blessed again, very much so, uh, you know, that whatever was so, so, so quote unquote, a curse uh, turned out into a blessing uh, in disguise type of a thing. You know, uh, it, it made me absolutely think outside of the box. Again, how to connect with people when you cannot just yeah. simply meet people, ironically, and uh, how to build business and sort of uh, learn how to fill the market gaps you know, that you might be able to identify uh, from far away, right? Because that's what it felt like during mm -hmm. COVID. Um, but again, kind of circling back to what I said is um, when, I, when I faced that challenge, mm -hmm. uh, I realized that, you know, uh, to my own question of, okay, what network can you build? Uh, it's the network kind of inherent within me. It's my own language and my own culture and my own yeah. essence of being. And that is what connects me to other people. And uh, so, so definitely, you know, the decision to open up a law firm kind of brainstormed immediately different ideas of how to keep it up. And um, I cannot tell you, and I cannot stress enough how much kind of relying on yourself actually was um, a wonderful Absolutely. thing to learn in all those times. Yeah. Yeah, especially like it's uh, such an entrepreneurial step to take, like open up your own business, your own law firm, company, uh, product, whatever it is. It is, requires so much trust in yourself because, hey, sometimes things can go wrong. Sometimes they go well. You don't understand why. So exactly, exactly. 
everything. So from everything that you spoke about, what is your biggest piece of advice for skilled professionals that are looking to move to Canada now in 2022? I know you mentioned one of the things is that, for example, the federal skilled worker program, something that was really popular before is not as much of an option these days. But is there anything else you can think of that is like the biggest takeaway for you? Yeah, uh, definitely. My biggest takeaway is uh, come, just come over, <laughs> just come how, whatever way you find, come to Canada. And if you have an idea for yourself, uh, I truly believe this is the country to make it happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you do come, meanwhile, uh, for those truly interested, uh, I'm going to warn you, you will need support system. And that support system is your family back at home. Uh, that's someone that I relied on very much. Absolutely. It's a family that you make here. Um, you know, whoever you happen to call family, if it's your mm -hmm. friends, if it's your partner. Um, and then it is you. And you uh, make decision, uh, you know, at the time with all available information. Uh, and uh, when you do make those decisions, I do want to recommend to get help that you need at the time. So if it's employment opportunities, uh, you might want to verify your employer. If it's coming over to Canada and you've already applied once and you've been rejected, you might want to consider legal help. I'm not, you know, plugging and law from here, but I am plugging generally immigration lawyers yeah, yeah. and consultants as far as help uh, with making your dreams come true. Mm -hmm. um, but my biggest piece of advice is uh, do not dilly-dally. Uh, time is passing by literally as we speak. Uh, so just get on and do your dreams and make them happen. That's really, really well said. Thank you for that. And that is also something I advocate for a lot. Like if you really know you want to come, make sure you have the right tools at hand. You're speaking with the right lawyers or consultants, depending on your case, like so that you don't waste a valuable opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So now is the portion where we do actually ask about Envy Law Firm. It's going to be Basically, are you working on any personal projects at the moment? But since you started your own business, I believe that is as big of a personal project as can get. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It is quite of a personal project for sure. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if you could tell us a little bit more about what NB Law Firm does and how you got started. Sure. Uh, NB Law Firm is a, a, a small law firm uh, operated by myself. Uh, and it's focused mostly on Canadian immigration and making sure that people who come here are not only afforded the legal pathway of making Canada their home, but also are assisted uh, with additional help. You know, uh, I'm, I'm one of my clients. That's what I always try to remember as I do my job. You know, uh, no question is stupid and everybody is welcome and um you know, no one is to be put down by the idea that they have. Um, mm -hmm. Because like I said, if you want to feel at home, uh, you know, kind of being different and unique uh, amongst those exactly like you, this is the place to be. And that's exactly why I set up a law firm here. You know, after uh, having been given this opportunity, um, I, I started here in Toronto uh, mm -hmm. to be grown out um, eventually. Uh, but a primary focus of NB Law Firm is Canadian immigration. And mm -hmm. additionally to it, uh, we practice also personal injury. Um, 
but um, apart from that, any services we offer are of legal drafting, notarizations, um, that kind of a thing. Of course. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this valuable information. Uh, okay. As we wrap up, could you tell us one fun fact about yourself, like something you'd use during an icebreaker? It's a popular way for me to help the audience get to know the speaker better, if you have one, that is. Absolutely. I have one. And at the top of my heart, thinking as we speak, it's going to be dancing. I love music. And really? for anyone not connected with their own vibes, I strongly recommend listen to anything that make your heart spark and then take it from there. Uh, yeah, I'm a true believer in music. I think that's the ultimate language that we can connect on as humans. <laughs> oh, I agree so much. That is yeah. definitely my de-stressing uh, mechanism as well. Exactly. Well, exactly. Awesome. It was great speaking with you, Natalia. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much, Nino. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into My Immigrant Story. We hope you're going to join us again soon.